This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. I will ask that you please open your heart and receive them. For instance, from now on, upward only you will go in your life. I also need to tell you that I will not make extra effort to prod you so that your email can be louder. I will just say my own, and in my own heart, I will shout my own email. And so I pray that God himself, by his mercy, he will make sure that you receive double promotion this month. And you will be the envy of many people. The anchor verse for this month is Psalm 41, verse 10. He said, But you, O Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up, that I may repay them. O Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up, that I may repay those who are working against me. And by the special grace of God, the way you repay them is by succeeding. I hope you have stopped praying that your enemy should die. Because if they die, they won't see you shine. One of the greatest joy I've ever had is to see those who said I will never become anything, the smiles on their faces that were wiped away. God will wipe the smile and the laughter away from the mouth and the face of those who are walking against you in Jesus' name. So, because of our time, I'll just give you a few principles, I think four I have here today, and I call them the principles of divine promotion. The principles of divine promotion. Don't forget, promotion is so important to the extent that it's not just left unto um, whatever happens, happens. God guides and directs promotion. And um, he has given us guidelines. Even in the secular place, in the secular place and secular space, we find out that there are rules before you are promoted. Amen? And it's not different in the kingdom of God. There must be guidelines, there must be rules, or else everybody will be shouting, it's not fair. I love Uchechi's testimony. Powerful, powerful testimony. If everybody can go home with that and run their life with that, we'll be seeing more miracles. You know, I've shared with you before, I read that going to 30 years ago, very early on when I became a Christian, and he talked about three levels of faith, and she mentioned the third level of faith today. Does anybody remember I shared commonly three levels of faith? The first level of faith is that God can do anything. The Bible says even the devils believe so, and they have not changed. So it's very easy. Second level of faith, this is just by the way, so I just just. God brought to my mind. Second level of faith, God can do anything and he will do mine. He said, there are many people that believe that where he can do, maybe for someone else, maybe because of their righteousness, maybe because of their giving, maybe because of their pedigree. Oh, it's because he's a pastor. Oh, it's because he's a worker. A second level of faith. The third level of faith, and which spot one of the greatest miracles ever we've ever seen in the Bible, is that God can do anything. God will do mine. But if he does not do mine, he's still God. 
That's what the Hebrew children said. He said, our God is able to deliver us. It's not lack of faith. Usually by the time you get to that second level of faith, your faith is already busting at the seams. And then you say, God, I give you the permission to do it your own way. By the time you do that one, you can be certain. Before you finish talking, God will appear. The problem is that it's a very difficult place to get to. Except God helps you. Very difficult. How will you say about that Zarefa woman, that widow? She had her only meal. What was she thinking that she would decide to say, okay, I give that last thing that I have to the man of God. And then she got to the point of whether, whether you give or you don't give, it's okay. Whether, that is whether God gives me back or does not give me back. At least I know if I die, I go to heaven. So, wonderful testimony. And I really pray that all of us, you know, we will live that kind of life in Jesus' name. We will, live, we will rest in the Lord. My word for that is rest. Rest, brethren. Come on, rest. Uh, I don't want to turn this to a freewheeling kind of, but I have many things bubbling in my heart. I have no moments when sincerely I believe that I won't leave. And by the special grace of God, I can say almost another 21 years after that I'm still standing. I got to the point, I said, if this is the time it is. And so please, let's rest in the Lord and he will glorify his name. All right, let's appreciate also the choir for the wonderful worship they gave us this morning. Come on, be alive, be alive, be alive, be alive, be alive. Hallelujah. And the drama team, come on, let's appreciate them as well. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm doing all that so that when I start making my point, I rush through them and we'll go. Amen. All right, point number one of the principles of divine promotion. You cannot promote yourself. Amen. I you not saying amen to that? I said you cannot promote yourself. You can try, you will just be an idiot of me. Who decided to make himself what? A film masher. And when you promote yourself, what do you become? A joke. Even when you have your business, it gets to a point in which you must have a board who will at least pretend to honor you. They know that if they don't honor you, they are going nowhere. So they said the board met yesterday. They said, what did you decide? And you are waiting. Let me see anybody on that board. Who will not agree? And then they contrived something that I said, five votes, sir. Said that you are now the chief executive in chief. And the chairman, controller, and the plenipotentiary. Somebody must promote you. Amen. And so if you must allow somebody to promote you, you must be open to have others have input or influence in your life. Not many people allow people into their lives. Uh, you are blessed. Those of you that were not in the workers' meeting this morning, I shared with them about three categories, of, and I want to expatiate for you. You can ask from there. Three categories of people you will meet in your life. First category, those that are called what? Those that of you that were there. Eh? Second category, constituents. Number three category. All right. We expanded on that. Go and find out from them. And I think that has affected my life. So if you will be promoted, I'm just talking about the human level now. Even as human beings, you must work with others so that your promotion shall not be a sham. So that it not be a sham. But more importantly, let's be, let's be honest with ourselves. Who promotes? Because Psalm 75 tells me there, verses 6 and 7. It's God that promotes. Because if he does not promote a person and change their name, they will remain where they are. So, Psalm 74, verses 6 and 75, verses 6 and 7 should be. God is the one that lifts one up and does what? And bring another one down. May he promote you. I said, may the Lord promote you. Number two point. 
Promotion is known by the direction of travel. You can't be going down and say you are promoted. What is the direction of travel or promotion? And so there's no need to deceive oneself. If I cannot see positive changes in my life, I am not promoted. And so it's about time that I face up to it. I can't see change from where I was yesterday spiritually. You can't see change where your finances were five years ago. And I do not say this in a spiteful way or in an insensitive way. Five years ago, you had only 10,000 debt. This year, your debt has only increased a little to 75,000. You are not being promoted. Part of that debt, you just say, well, after all, my neighbor's debt has increased to 150. I'm only 75, halfway. You are still going down. Let the direction of your travel be what? And from today, it shall be upward. And that is the sign that we know that God is with the person. We remember concerning the man, Elijah, when he was praying, he prayed the first time, no sign. He knew promotion has not come. Second time, no promotion. Third time, seventh time, what did he see? He see a patch of a cloud in the sky. And he said, now, this is my time of promotion. And immediately said, run, Ahab, because the rain is going to fall. I plead with you, insist that there will be areas of your life where you are going upward. Even if it is near hours of sleep, you sleep. Let there be change. Sometimes the length of time you spend in prayer, it can be a sign of prayer. When God said divine promotion, yours might you be thinking, ah, this month I'll become a millionaire. You may not. What God may want to do in your life may be to, trans- to change your trajectory in life. To transform you from the position of everything is always failing to at least some things are working. Are you on the same page with me? Some of you are saying, I can't see anything in my life that is work, which is not true. But there's nobody in this world who will say there's no aspect of your life that is working. But even then, it might be overwhelming. Children, a spouse, business, your finances, everything seems not to be working. But God says, that will be turned around for you this month. You remember I said, I'm not going to prompt you. It will make your trajectory to be upward in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I keep saying that I don't care where you are. I only care where you are going. You may be high above me, but you are coming down. I don't bother. I may be down there, but I know what I am going. That's why I don't gloat where I am. I only gloat about where I'm going. Wherever I am. If you have a lot of money in the bank... Oh, in the rainy day, you were able to save. You save very well. And you know your savings can last to six months without a job. Is that promotion or demotion? Because what? Your money is draining. And some, they have such a cushion. They never even blink. They just thought, you know what? I'm covered. No, you are not. Because constant drain. The same thing spiritually. The tongue you spoke five years ago is the same one you are speaking today. Let there be a change. Let there be something new coming to your life. Hallelujah. And as we allow God to do that, we discover that you will go from higher ground to higher ground in Jesus' name. When you see those changes, please key into them and be thankful. Today is Thanksgiving Sunday. Hallelujah. Be what? Don't wait for the full manifestation. I've warned people before. Oh, and I say this also sensitively without having anyone in mind at all. Sometimes people have said, you know what? I've been trusting God for the fruit of the womb for so many years. And they say, but it looks like last month. 
It didn't come at the right time. The cycle did not come at the right time. I supposed to come. I said, start rejoicing. You know what? The door has been opened. Even though two weeks later, unfortunately, something happened. I said, I don't care about that one. What I care about is that you have moved from nothing ever happened to at least something happened. And from something happened, you are not going to all the way to, I bear my own child. Learn to celebrate. Many a times, people say, and I know we'll be very good with that. People have come to me, say, Pastor, I said, what? Praise the Lord. I said, what is it? He said, I got a letter. He invited me for interview. I said, praise God. I said, have you gone for He said, I've gone for this time. Did they give you the job? They said, I said, why are you praising God? Ah, he said, I've always, I've received about, only God knows the number of, we regret. At least, they can say, we are happy to invite you for, the next happy is that we are happy to offer you. Yeah. Always be thankful. Nobody ever look in my direction. And I say, you know, can we talk after service? And now, this man looked in my direction. And we talked for about two weeks. And he just disappeared. I'm so crest. Why are you crestfallen? At least they started looking at you. The next one, we go all the way. Promotion is about what? The direction of... So for many this month, your direction of travel will change. And I'm serious about that. And of all the direction of travel that will change, for the church, the direction of our travel will change. Do you know the way a person gets completely destroyed? Number one, progress will stop. Number two, progress will flatten out. Number three, progress will diminish. And number four, progress will plunge all the way. In fact, the person will plunge. Nobody, very rarely, does anybody, you know, the problem is that we get into trouble, we keep wondering why did I end up here? The thing has started a long time, you didn't ruin it. It's a long time. You know that there's been nothing. I mean, if you're on the same job for so long, and I say this was so, you know, respectfully, so that you will pray the prayer, you will pray this month very well. You've been on the same job for so many years. No promotion, nothing whatsoever. Don't you know what is coming next? Is that the next set of, except God intervenes, the next set of so-called restructuring will affect you. It must be they're just managing you. I mean, five years. Promotion list every year they come. That's why you begin your prayer this month. Are you, are you hearing me now to everybody? So when I say promotion, I'm not talking about I don't have job. I have job, but unfortunately, I'm not moving there. You will move there. And the Lord will turn your direction the right one in the name of Jesus. And pray for your children this month. Amen. Because I've seen many of them having their destiny sealed. Sealed for good. I'm a strong believer in little changes. It, it's, it's work for me. I, I love little By the special grace of God, where I am today, there are products of little changes. Little changes, even when I first came to this city, the first you know, the first service that I held by the special grace of God, there were 10 people there. Hallelujah. I mean, I did better than some of the parishes that were planted now. 10 people. And on that very day, I made another call. Somebody was born again. I ran back to Pastor Kala in London. I said, man, I've taken a bad day. Over what? One salvation. Four service. That's a good sign. But that's not the end of the story. Next Sunday, how many people came to church? One. And I remember that guy very well. He met very well. And it was the only one I was coming for to church for close to, and I was traveling that amount of distance. 
to come and pastor one person. He was coming regularly for almost four weeks. And after four weeks, he stopped coming. Uh-uh. But before he stopped coming, two came. <laughs> so there was no time I was in church. Now you can't wonder how come then that by the grace of God, out of here, many other churches have grown, out of here, I can count maybe 2,000 people of all nationalities who have passed through there of various commitments and various services here. All about the first sign that we saw proved to us that we are going somewhere. Will you look for your own sign this week? Will you look for that sign? Even if you have been always sorrowful over that child and suddenly something within you leaps up and says, come on, you know this child is going to do it. Take it as a sign from the Lord. Promotion is about what? It's about direction. And that's your direction. The Lord will make it in the right place. Okay, number three quickly. And this one is a fairly long one. I hope I'll try and explain it. I said flexibility is the guarantee against breaking when promoted. Or put it another way, you must be flexible to be pulled up. You must be what? To be pulled up. Especially if, you are, if, if it's a human, a human being you are pulling up. There must be a degree of flexibility in you. Many of us, God wants to promote us, but we are too stiff. We want to eat it exactly our way. We want it in our own terms. God wants to change a little bit of a thing. You say, no, God, that's how my father has been doing it. That's how my mother has been doing it. Our third generation. God doesn't work like that. The first thing I discover, and I'm still discovering it, is that if God will use you, he will make sure that your old system does not work. And it's a very hard thing for old system not to work. Because usually there are ways to do things. For instance, there are ways I prepare for service. And there are days the Lord will, because I've started hearing his voice, when they don't do it, don't do it, and eventually the Lord will don't do it. And so that God will be God. That is the day that we have the highest number of people sending back reports to say, God has blessed me. The prayer prayed, the word given. So many at times, if you will actually be promoted, be prepared for changes. Amen. Be prepared to be flexible. Hallelujah. There was a good story of a man. I've not got the time, but you probably know him. His name was called Philip. In Acts of Apostles chapter 6, he was one of the six deacons that were chosen. Amen. And what did they choose the deacons for at that time? So that they can be serving food. They were essentially doing food bank. So that's all. So you deacons, we're going to open food bank now. Deacons and deaconess in the church. So you go and man the food bank. That was all their duty. They were manning food bank. And suddenly, when the apostles were scattered, this man made himself available. He didn't say, I must turn up for food bank. When they were scattered, he went to Samaria, preached the gospel, became an evangelist. He was flexible. Amen. After being flexible for an evangelist, God stopped him in the middle of a river. He was flexible. God promoted him. He said, go to Africa. And do you know, Philip was the only human being that I know in the Bible that was transported by the Holy Spirit, like Elijah, after Elijah. Enoch went to heaven, transported. Elijah went to heaven, transported. The Bible was, if you know another one, please let me know. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 8 that Philip was caught by the Spirit and he landed in another place. A simple man. It didn't happen to Peter. It didn't happen to Paul. It didn't happen to the grand apostles. But a man who was flexible enough. When God says, sit down, he sat down. When God says, stand up, he stands up. When God says, don't give, don't give. There are many of you that you are giving to places God doesn't want you to give. There are many of you that are putting your labor where God doesn't want you to be put. 
That's why if you don't do anything this year, before this year runs out, make sure you learn to hear God. Amen unto that word. It makes a world of difference. If you don't know anything, and nobody in this house, even if you are not born again, by the spirit of grace of God, born again means that you give your heart to Christ. Jesus is your Lord and Savior. He's the one that calls the shot in your life. And you may be coming to church for a long time. Sincerely, you know you are not born again. Give your life to him. It's so simple. Sincerely, it's so simple. The day I did mine, I never believed it that I've done it. I finished, you know, I went to an Assemblies of God church in Kaduna in northern Nigeria. And as I walk in, you know, I didn't even hear what they were saying. And what preceded that was that I had an operation. I, um, I had a simple appendicectomy. Some of you, did you know that? How many of you know my testimony? I can't be in this church. Ah, I, I mean, okay, a few of you. So I had a simple appendicectomy uh, you know, um, operation. And on the table, I essentially died. I had a cardiac arrest. It was supposed to be a straightforward operation. Do the operation. Go back home the same day or two days after. And for some strange reason, you know, my boss just, well, it wasn't his fault. He asked me, did I eat? I said, but I forgot or whatever. I said, I can't remember. So anyway, put me to sleep, and I aspirated. Aspirated me that all that was in my tummy went straight to my lungs. And therefore, my heart stopped. So the man panicked because I was serving under him. He was in the uh, Air Force at that time. Anyway, to cut the long story short, the girl that has been preaching to me for years will come and will drink coffee till about 2 a.m., arguing with her. I knew Bible more than her. And don't wait until you know the Bible before you preach. If not for that girl, I won't be where I am today. She's been, she will come. I, I wonder, Sister Price, in the Anglican church I was going, I knew my Bible upside. This Sunday school thing. I thought when that sister, the, come to Sunday school, when you say, I have gone to Sunday school, I, did, I was going to say, but I don't attend. Because many of you like, that's your story. I was born in Sunday school. My father is in Sunday school. This is Sunday school. But do you attend? Not yet. And that was me. Anyway, to cut the long story short, I came back from the hospital. I never told any of my friends. As I got back to, my, to our flat, and the girl said, ah, I learned that you've been away. I said, yes, I have. He said, that's what I've been telling you. If you have died, uh-huh, what did he say? You are going to hell. Ah. Even if I eat, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, the head of a, of a tortoise, my head came back home that day. For the first time in my life, I couldn't answer that girl. Next Sunday, I knew the place where I moonlight in the evening. There's a church there. Uh, I hope this was still there. Assemblies of God. I walked straight to that church. It was the only one I knew. Uh, I didn't stay there anyway. But, uh, and the man preached. I came to the front, gave my life to Christ. To the extent that, how did I know I got born again? I went back during the week. You know, I was kind of, I think my, my, whatever. I had a girlfriend in Lagos, whatever. That I and I then went to her. I said, I think I'm born again. <laughs> He said, really? The first thing that she knew was that, you know, after I finish eating normally, I would take a smoke. I said, no. He said, you don't go to smoke. I said, no. He said, why? I said, I think I'm born again. <laughs> the following way, I just left her. Anyway, I think she left me. He said, this born again worry. <laughs> it doesn't fit my life anymore. I'm, pro- I'm appealing to you as well in the name of Jesus. Please give your life to Jesus. Give the- don't, don't. Let it be said, as that guest spoke to me, if you die, you go to hell. Don't joke with eternity. Don't joke with it. And so it's important that when we give our life to Christ, we must learn to hear him. And when we hear him, he will direct our path. Amen? And as he directs your path, you will be able to move from one level onto other, and his purpose shall be achieved in your life. Okay, very finally, promotion. So how many have we said? 
Number four, promotion is easier to achieve when you are just starting out. Do you agree with that? I say it again. Promotion is easier to achieve when you are what? And number one, because the bar is set very low. When you see a little child and the child giggles, you also giggles with the child, don't you? When even the child cries, oh, it's so cute. Even when the child decides to do number two into the nappy or whatever, so beautiful. The bar is so low. Every little thing you rejoice. The day the child falls holds the neck, you take all the pictures from all angles. In our time, I just started checking the records now. I have only myself. I'm not oh, no, my biological children. Myself now. My wife said, don't you take pictures. I have only one picture of a child. Now I can't count the number of photos on my iPhone now. So you can imagine our time now. A child, that before the, as the child holds the knife for the first time, you take this knife, you take this knife. Everything is a promotion. But God helped that child by five years of age. And the child is still making the mistake from time to time. And you can maybe occasionally when I sleep wet in the bed, but during daytime, you're not going to say how cute. The bar has been raised. And there are so many of you, you've known Jesus, you've been in the church for so long. The bar has been raised, you didn't know the bar has been raised. You are still behaving as if we want to deal with you. That, how cute? You are not cute. You are not cute because you've not been water baptized by mission. You are not cute because you have not joined the workers in training group. You are not cute because you have not started speaking in tongues. Because when we make altar call for that, you have not responded. Brethren, thanksgiving Sunday. I don't want to hit very hard, but I need to tell you the truth. Let's grow now. Let's grow. The world is waiting for us. It's no longer cute. And thank God, I love, I love my brethren. I love seeing you. And I don't know where most of you are. I mean, most of the things I mentioned, I probably don't have the record of them, whether you've done them or not. But I believe there are most people in here who have not decided to go. So it's easy to be promoted when you are still very low there. Because the Bible also says, in Luke chapter 12, verse 48, just write that one, I don't need to display it. He said, unto whom much is given, much is what? Required, much is expected. And the higher you go, the more it is respected of you. Why is it that promotion is easier to achieve when you are just starting out? We are mentioning all this because this month, the prayers of those who have gone some distance will be stronger than those that are just about to start. You have been in a work for so long, we are talking about you have not been promoted at all. Your prayer needs to be stronger than the one that we expected to get employment this month. It's all different. You're already serving in one capacity and you're operating one gift of the Holy Spirit. It's not the same great for somebody that is just expected to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You are different levels. And it's important to pray a stronger prayer. Number two reason why promotion is easier to achieve when you're just starting is because it is crowded at the top. You've heard of the pyramid effect before, haven't you? There are many. In your company, there will be 8,000 people. You remember? Out of those 8,000 people, there are probably only 200 managers, you remember. Out of those 200 managers, there are only probably 10 directors. Out of those 10 directors, there are only three principals that can call directors. The managing director, probably the finance director, and one other somebody director somewhere. And out of those three, there's only... No matter how clever you are, that man is going to guide you jealously. It gets narrow as you go up. 
And many people want to be at the peak of the game, forgetting that it is more difficult to get into the higher place, especially the higher you rise, the more difficult it is. Before, if I pray one hour prayer, I see changes in what happens in the church. But now, after I prayed many series of three hours prayer, if I see a little change, because I know that the further you go, the more difficult it becomes to break through. And so many of us were still praying the prayer we are praying. When we were still just giving our life to Christ, it has to change. And it will change for good in Jesus' name. All right. And finally, the reason why it is easier to achieve your promotion before I round up, well, you are still just starting out is because you are bigger and stiffer and it's more difficult to be promoted when you are bigger and stiffer. I use that as a metaphor. Bigger and stiffer in the sense that it's part of the you know, pyramid effect, but generally speaking, there are many things you have learned, difficult for you to change, so as you are growing up, it's become default for you to meet the requirements to be promoted. Put it this way nicely, making it less, less complicated for you. Which one is easier to stop and turn? A sports car or a six-axle truck? I repeat my question. Which one is easier to stop and make a U-turn quickly? A sports car or a six? Which one has more engine capacity? A six-truck axle. You agree with me? Do you know what a six-truck axle is? They call it trailer. <laughs> Somebody said nine. <laughs> All right, we call it truck around here. Okay, a truck. All right, easier. Do you see those vehicles that deliver stuff to Asda? You see the one that delivered to Mass and Spencer, they're about the biggest? All right. Is it, which one has greater horsepower, that one or a sports car? Ah, you are making a mistake. The highest you can probably have in a sports car, even Veron, I didn't think the thing has up to 600 horsepower, brake horsepower. No, they don't, they don't carry that power. They don't carry much. And you can have trucks that can go into thousands, 2,000 brake horsepower or more. Of course, the truck has more power. Which one moves faster? Okay, I'm making make a comparison here for you. Some are big, but they don't move very fast. And they have more things to carry. The higher you go in this journey, many a times, listen carefully to me, the higher you go and the bigger you become, the slower your progress may look. But don't be deceived by that. You are carrying more. A person that's just starting out in life, starting out their family, everything is working. By the time you have children, you have grandchildren, you have more to carry. You have more prayer to pray. Your progress may not be as evident as the one who is just starting out. But above all, we're talking of promotion. Change of direction, that is promotion. Amen. If you're going to turn a sports car, you can brake immediately and you can use your arm brake. I don't know what you've done stones before. I know Solomon will be the only one that will say that. I know those that tend to do crazy things, you know. You speed it, pull your arm brake, and slam on the brake, the car will spin, I assure you. But if you do it now, they will take your license immediately, so don't try it. You can do that. You do that with a truck, what will happen? It will not only somersault, it probably break into two. What I'm simply saying is that, folks, by the time you start having a family, stop making sudden changes because a lot is happening around you. So you may call it promotion, but you've got a lot of baggage you are carrying with you. May God give you understanding. May God help you. As a single person, you can say today I'm promoted, I carry my bag, I'm off to Dubai. As a married person, your promotion is more complicated. 
There are many things you need to factor in. And it takes the wisdom of God to be able to key into what God has planned and prepared for you. Are you key into it in Jesus' name? All right. That is it. I will go to pray. But remember, above all things, folks, by the special grace of God, you will not remain the same this month. Amen. I said you will not remain the same this month. Amen. Let this be a tester. Let it just wet your appetite because I am convinced in the Lord. You will move upward. Amen. And nobody shall be left behind in Jesus' name. Come on, rise on your feet. Let's just do one or two prayer points and then we end the service. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep believing because you are going up. But before Femi start playing the keyboard, if I were to ask you now, tell me three areas you want to be promoted. Will you be able to name them? Good. Specifically, not just generally, that in this area, in this area, in this area, we will give opportunity for you to pray that in a minute. But before we do that, I want all of us to look up to heavens and stand on the word that has given us. And that's what, just two prayer points enough. I'll just pray for you and we'll go. First prayer point, Lord, I give you my hand. Pull me up. Did you understand that one? Lord, I do what? Pull me up. And I prefer that God does not pull you. What should God do? To carry you. And when he carries you, he will place you in the right place that you ought to be. Thank you for that song you gave us this morning. Uh, the final worship you, you, you sang. Because, you know, before you started it, the Lord dropped a word in my heart that some of you, did I give you that word? That the enemy wants to take you out of protection so that I can strike you. Thou, Lord, a shield for me. Five minutes, we can marry. Oh, Gloria. going to say, Father, my Father, my Father, lift up my head this month and carry me to a higher level. Before you pray, please ponder on that. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm desperate to be promoted myself. I'm desperate to be promoted in many areas in my family life. I'm desperate to be promoted in my ministry. Desperate to be promoted in my work with the Lord. I want to see greater and deeper visions. I want to touch things I've never touched before. I want to be able to say when I see Jesus, that when I was here on earth, oh my, oh my, you took me to places that many have not been to. That's where I'm going. And you will cry unto him as well. Pondering carefully over what you want the Lord to do for you. The areas you want to see promotion. Some of us, we are due a long time ago to be mothers and fathers. We are not even yet married. This month, the Lord will sort it out. Some grandmothers, you are due to even be great grandparents. The Lord will sort it out. 
mothers and fathers that you are due to be grandparents, someone that you are due for a new employment, the Lord will turn it around in the name of Jesus. Above all, we shall all go deeper with Jesus. Oh, your amen is not loud enough. I said you shall go deeper with Jesus. Once he takes you out of him, he will find it easy to strike you. But you know what? You shall not be stricken. You will not be struck. You will not be brought down. In all these things that we are saying, your amen, they are not mindless amen. They are spiritual agreement in faith in what we are pronouncing. And as you agree in spirit, there will be a performance in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said this month, the seventh month of the year of our Lord, 2017, you will be promoted. Uh-huh. And your promotion shall be evident unto all in the name of Jesus. The story that you are holding at the beginning of the month shall not be the story at the end of this month. Lift your two eyes, Father. Carry me to the next level. I'm tired of where I am. And I know you are gracious. You are willing. You are ready to lift as many as shall turn unto you. I, Chris Gwele, I have turned to you this afternoon. Lord, carry me on. You know the area I need to be promoted, but I add this one and I add this one. You better speak for yourself. I'm not looking at anyone. My heart is crying and bleeding. I'm desirous of a promotion myself. I'm desirous of being lifted to the next level. And every demonic accusation against your life shall not stand up. You will move up. You will move up. Your marriage will move up. Your life will move up. Your physical health will move up. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Every sickness we all enter with into this month. By the end of the month, we should have ditched them in the name of the Lord Jesus. That pain will not enter August with you. Do you know for sure, number eight, those that do numerology, means a new beginning. Because seven is the end of it. Seven is the perfection. God has not called it the month of perfection, but inside that promotion is perfection. So everything you've started, there will be a successful completion this month. And if anyone is not happy with me pronouncing blessing upon you, you can have a toilet break. Because I'm going to pronounce more blessing upon you. Because I know it's going to change for you. And i rather you agree with all your heart with me. Oh, I would have loved to see them. But the Spirit of the Lord is bubbling And He's telling me to tell you that your month of July 2017, it shall be the month of completion for you. The cycle that you have been going around about and you are not reaching your destination. There's a termination this month in the name of the Lord Jesus. I welcome you ahead of time to August because I know you will be alive. The month of your new beginning. Fresh hair you will breathe that month. And you will wonder, oh, God has changed my portion. But we are just on the second day of July. 
and there are so many days for the Lord to do the work, he will do it. He will do it. He will do it. And you will not be an exception in the name of Jesus. The Lord laid on my heart, somebody is in here, there's something within your grasp, but the enemy is about to snatch it away from you. I say right now in the name that's above all name, let the hand of the enemy be cut off in the name of the Lord Jesus. He ain't gonna snatch that blessing from you. It is yours already. I say it is yours already. Come on, grab it, grab it, grab it. It is yours. And you will never lose it again in the name of Jesus. I stand to declare over your life in the name that's above all names. You have been there. You feel naked and exposed most of the time. Exposed to the arrows of the enemy. Exposed unto the lies of the liar. The Lord asked me to tell you, I'm covering you. That's why it has not been that you have been made a public ridicule. The plan of the enemy to ridicule you, but you will not. You will not. You will not. He has kept you this far. He has promised to keep you all the way. Receive that right now in the name of Jesus. There's someone here. By the bubbling of the Holy Spirit. That some of the days your desire is that you do not want to go ahead. But now you will wake up in joy. And the name of the Lord shall be glorified in your name. And don't worry about that rod decision that you made. Is that rod decision that brought you this far? And many times you have been beating yourself and beating yourself. The Lord asked me to tell you he has no record of them. His blood has washed them away. You are not under a curse. You are under a blessing. Only things that make up your mind, you will follow him all the way. He saved you, we keep you. He will keep you, we take you to your destination. And it shall be well with you. Oh, the Lord asked me to tell somebody, just before we started, perish that thought. And it's about specifically about people that want to make difficult, terrible decisions of divorce. He said, don't think about it. Now you try it, it will destroy you completely. He told me before we started, just brought you, I forgot all about it. Don't try it. Your heart is far gone already from your spouse. I don't know whether it's man or woman, the Lord has in mind, whoever. Always come from both sides, either side. But the Lord said, don't try it. And the basis for that, when I was, as I'm listening to him now, is that what you think is unsolvable is an easy thing for him to resolve. What you think is hard is an easy thing for him. And he has done it already. Father, we thank you. We give you honor and glory. There is a glory that we set over our head this month. Mm. I'm, I'm expecting that glory. Mm. That we will never, you know, people will see you and they will give comments and say there's something about you. They won't be able to explain it. And that's going to start as early as this month, as, as this week. It's going to start as early as this week. It's going to be a, 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 an aura, yes, aura they call it, of glory that will rest. And you can't work for it. It's by mercy. Have you seen a child that actually clothed himself? It's God that can clothe you. That's why we are called children of God. I'd rather be called a child of God than a man of God. So God said he will clothe you. They go to the shop, he will clothe you. He will pay for the clothes. 
Just as we used to do, we will take you to the tailor. And the tailor will measure you to be the exact size. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I wish he has allowed us to start this early. That I will have saved time. But well, you, you are ready to wait as long as the Lord wants to speak to us. We give you honor, Jesus. Because I see burdens being lifted right now. God, God, God has not been doing this so regularly, but he's doing it. I see burdens being lifted. In fact, I, I see the heart of a particular person. Is your heart has gone so soft. After you started hearing this word, you came in, you were kind of a tough guy or tough girl or whatever you are. But there's a softness in your heart. The Lord asked me to, is the Holy Spirit doing a special work in you? If you're that person, just rejoice in him. It's a new day for you. And in that state of mind, you will possess what God has planned for you in the name of Jesus. Let's lift our hands to the heavens and just say, give thank you, Jesus. Come on, give him praise in the house. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Just keep thanking him, thanking him. Whoever is taking the offering, we come and do that. Hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.